Hey, what up, though? Before we start the show, I need you to do me one favor. If you want to stay up to date on the latest episodes, you need to hit that follow button. You will not regret it. You are loved. You are blessed. Let's get to the show. Peace. What up, y'all? One more thing. Are you down to take a trip down memory lane with me? If so, let's go. Okay. Peace, y'all. This is Keep the Vision. I am your host, Ant. I hope y'all are doing well. At the time of this recording, it's about 7 in the morning. I'm about to get ready for a workout, so I'm letting my food digest as I do this recording. Normally, I train fasted on weekdays, but on weekends, Saturdays, my sessions are a little more intense, uh, higher rep-based, so I like to have something in my body, something in my system. So today, I... I had no plans on recording, but I woke up with a thought in my in my mind. Uh, I was thinking about something from from back in the day. I was thinking about one of the worst decisions I've ever made. Well, one of the worst financial decisions I've ever made. Uh, one of the probably the worst I've ever made was going to college because I never finished. I dropped out, so now I'm, now I'm paying back those loans that I took out with no degree to show for it. But that could be for a later conversation. Let me know if you want to dive into that some more. Or maybe I just will dive into it in the future, in the near future. Today, today I want to talk about, like I said, one of the worst financial decisions I've ever made. And that was buying a car or quote unquote financing a car when I knew I couldn't afford it, which is what a lot of us do, right? So, this is a trip down memory lane. This is another trip down memory lane. I got a lot of good feedback about about the last story that I shared with y'all about the, the forgotten birthday. So this one, this one, a lot of people might be able to relate to as well because we all make financial decisions, whether they're good or bad, horrible financial decisions. So here we go. I'm about 22. Uh, My birthday is coming up. So it's about to be my 23rd birthday. And I'm, I'm saying to myself, I want a car. I really like, I really want a car so bad. Like I'm not even thinking about the responsibilities that come with having a car. I'm not thinking about the gas. I'm not thinking about the maintenance. I'm not thinking about any of that. I'm not thinking about insurance. I'm not thinking about car notes. And mind you, I'm, I'm in my early 20s. The insurance is going to be high, right? So I'm thinking, well, I'm not thinking that. I didn't think about any of these things. All I know is I wanted a car. I didn't know what kind of car I wanted. I just wanted a fucking car. I was visualizing myself, right? Because this is keep the vision. You visualize yourself. I'm visualizing myself 
just driving a car with a nice little girl, nice little mommy on the side, on the passenger side, or the homies in, in the passenger side in the back, and just chilling and doing, you know, having a good time. So I'm looking for a car. So I'm looking around the dealerships, trying to find something. Uh, I think first I looked at a uh, N- Nissan Altima, a, a newer model at the time. And I didn't like it. I wanted something more like, more quote unquote popular. Still shopping around Nissan Maxima. No. So I don't know what else I was looking at, but I ended up at this one dealership and I'm like, I want that right there. That's what I want. How much is that? What I got to do to get that? Mind you, I'm 22. uh, Not the best credit. Um, this is not a reputable dealership. This is some mom and pop shop. They probably saw me coming a mile away. So I bring my father with me because he's a mechanic and he knows cars. So the car I wanted was used. So he looks under the hood. Everything's, everything looked fine. They were, you know, in a hurry to do the paperwork. Boom. Right. Credit check. Oh, nah, your credit's not good enough. You need a cosigner. So I gave me a cosigner, boom, got the cosigner. She's cosigning. I don't even, I had no money to put down. I'll, listen, I had absolutely no money to put down. So anyway, like I said, they saw me coming a mile away, boom, signed everything. Come back, come back. We'll get the car ready for you when you come back. We'll have the car ready for you when you come back. I think about a week later. I'm excited. I'm here to pick up the car. So I'm at the dealership waiting for the car. They get the car ready. Now, you must be wondering what what car what kind of car is this? What is it? What's so special about this car? So it was a 2006 at the time of me purchasing the car. It was 2008. It was a 2006 Chrysler 300. And If anyone knows cars around that time, they became pretty popular between like 2006, 2007. So that's why I wanted this car so bad. It was like big, bulky ass car, uh, V6, nice, spacious, spacious on the inside. So I wanted it. So I ended up getting a Chrysler 300, 2006 leather interior. It was pretty, it was a basic model, but had leather interior. So I got this car. This car was missing a fucking gear knob. And he said he he he'd uh he, he told me to come back in a week and I'll have it. He'll have it for me. So I was happy. Like I was super hyped that I had a web my first ever car. I'm a New Yorker, I'm from the city. We don't even need a car, we take trains and buses. Or we ride bikes nowadays. Nowadays. So I got this whip. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like a pimp. I'm feeling like a boss. Now, why was this one of the worst financial, one of the worst financial decisions I've ever made? Well, for one, it was a car I couldn't afford. I couldn't afford any car at that time. 
For two, I was working at Lowe's, you know, the home improvement store. I was getting paid $10 an hour. In New York, that's not enough to do anything, even at that time. I'm living with my sister, sleeping on her couch, not providing, not paying for much of anything, but I'm sleeping on her couch. The last thing I needed was a car. I also had credit card bills. I had a decent amount of credit card bills at the time. And I believe I was going to school at the time and I was believe I believe I was paying out of pocket. Now, I really enjoyed this car. I had a good time. I had a lot of good times with that car. Did a lot of joy riding. Had the homies in there, had girls in there, all that. The outside stuff was great. Now, you want to know what I was paying per month on that car note? I was paying $375 a month. Now, do you want to know how much insurance I was paying? I was paying $420 a month, and that wasn't even full coverage. That shit was killing my pockets. In order for me to afford that car, I was I had to stop paying bills. I had to stop paying certain bills, credit cards. Um, I was still in school. As a matter of fact, I took out loans. I took out loans for that for that semester, so I was in school. So I stopped paying bills. The only bills I paid was this, the car note, the insurance, and I think my phone bill. I wasn't paying any bills at my sister's crib. I wasn't doing much of any of that. So the only thing I could afford was paying for this car and paying for my phone bill. Around that time, gas was super high. The way it is now, if, if y'all drive me, I know how high the gas prices are have been over the past few weeks. Gas was super high. I, I could barely afford to fill up my tank. I was going to the gas station with five, ten dollars to fill it up just to, just to get me from point A to point B. And I had a nail in my tire and, and I had to fill it up every had to fill the tire every couple of days because I couldn't afford to get a new tire. All my money was going towards this car. So I said, you know what? I need a break from this car. Um, I took, I took, I canceled the insurance. I stopped the insurance and I, I left the car in Pennsylvania at one of my best friend's uh, houses, at his sister's house, actually. She let me keep it there. So all I was basically, all I was paying was a car note. All right. That gave me a little bit of relief, kind of like bounced back a little bit. And, and I started to, you know, kind of like, Bounce back financially. I was still staying with my sister. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't financially there to to support myself or to get my own place. Um. What do I do? I missed. I and I, I ended up really missing the car. I missed it so bad. I wanted it back. So I wanted it back. So I go to PA. I get everything registered in Pennsylvania so the insurance can be cheaper. The insurance was about $200 cheaper. So here I am, 
in New York, PA, PA plates, PA license. It's cheaper insurance now. It's still not full coverage, but you know, I'm paying for insurance, whatever. I did get into a couple of accidents. I, I skated off on a couple, you know, gave gave the person I hit the wrong name because I couldn't afford any of this. So I, I bounced. So like, what do you want me? I gave I'm giving people wrong names to. They want to change insurance information. They want to call the cops. I'm like, nah, <laughs> take my name. I'm out. And I would give them a fake name. And like I said, I had a lot of good times with this car, but this car was really hurting me financially. It was just hurting everything, just hurting my life. You know, I'm taking it to work, thinking I'm look, everything looks good on the outside, right? Quote unquote, but I'm hurting. Like I'm barely making ends meet, even with the cheaper insurance. So I'm holding this car down for a while. You know, I, I get a new job working, doing security at uh, CBS, the Channel 2 station. So I think I was getting paid a couple more dollars, but it still wasn't enough. I still really wasn't able to afford much. I could barely afford to survive. So I really don't know how I was doing it. And I was buying, I was even doing, still doing unnecessary shit by myself clothes when I could have did, done smarter things with the, the money I had left over after paying for the, after paying for the car. Cause I still wasn't paying any bills. Them bills were just, they ended up going to collections. And I had good credit, like, in my uh, teens when I got my first credit card. My credit was good. Then in my early 20s, I kind of, like, messed that up by letting this happen. Now, it was starting to stress me out. It was starting to weigh on me that I had this fucking car and I made this dumbass decision to even buy this car, right? So one day I was thinking, you know, I was talking it over with some people and I was like, I'm thinking about, you know, calling them back and tell them, telling them to come get the car. I can't do it no more. It's killing my pockets. You know, it's killing my energy. You know, I, I wanted to move out of my sister's house. You know, I just wanted to have my own life. So one day I decided to make that decision. Picked up the phone, called the bank, said, I would like to uh, voluntarily get my car repossessed. And you know, they got all the they got all the information down. They and a couple of days later, they came. They picked up the car. Probably one of the worst feelings and one of the worst uh, one of the worst feelings and one of the most embarrassing feelings because you know you got nosy neighbors. You know they're watching the car being taken away, and I'm like, damn, I was hurt. I was hurt, man. I was gonna. I knew I was gonna miss the car, but it was a it was a, the right decision. So the car's gone. So the next steps after that, they auction off the car. I believe they sold the car for $10,000 and I had to pay the difference. I had to pay whatever the difference. Uh, the, the I had to pay the difference of the value of the car. So I think I had to pay $7,000. I didn't have $7,000. I was a broke-ass motherfucker. So... I kind of like try to run run away from that problem. They kept calling. They called me at they called me at uh they called me at Lowe's. They called my job at Lowe's. It was like, listen, you owe this car. Excuse me, not Lowe's, CBS. You gotta pay this car. We're gonna start garnishing your wages. I'm like, fuck. So at this time now I'm going I'm going to school too. 
And now I'm kind of getting some money because I don't have all these crazy bills. I ended up moving to the city. So now I had my own place. I, had a, I rented out a room uptown in Harlem. So I was paying for that. And then, yeah, I had my job. I was getting some money. So I started saving up money to pay this shit off because I, I didn't want them garnishing my wages. And they and they called me one day and said, this is what we could do. We could just settle for half for half of it. $3,500. If you could pay $3,500, we'll just leave it at that. And I believe I did. I paid it off. I made some payments and then I was able to pay it off when, when I did my taxes that year, that following year. And finally that weight was lifted off my shoulders. Like this horrible, this fucked up financial decision that I made. And I learned, I made a lot of fucked up decisions. I made a lot of bad financial decisions even after that. But that was probably one of the worst for me. That That's the one that really hurt me. That was the one that I really had no business doing. You know, sleeping on my sister's couch, not even chipping in for, for groceries, not paying, not chipping in for rent. And I just wanted to share that with y'all because I know we all make bad decisions, whether they're financial or, or personal or whatever. And I bounced back from that. I definitely bounced back from that financially. I got my credit up and, you know, bad decisions here and there, up, credit up and down, but I bounced back. And right now, like I, I would never make a decision like that ever again, not having my own shit and getting something I don't need, especially something like a car. Like that's not a necessity. Owning a car is not a right. It's a privilege in my opinion. So, Thank you for listening. I hope y'all can relate. Um, share a story with me. I would love to hear something. All right. What have you have you ever made any horrible financial decisions? Or just share any decisions you made that you you question. Um, hit me up um at Instagram, keep the vision podcast. Email me, keep the vision podcast at gmail.com. I really thank you for listening. We can all relate to some stories. Let me hear some. I'd love to share it with you. I mean, excuse me. I would love to share your stories with you with your permission in future episodes. Now, I'm about to go get this workout in. I got about less than 10 minutes to get after it. Uh, like, once again, thank you for listening. Enjoy your day. You are loved. You are blessed. You are a visionary. Peace. What up, though? Did y'all enjoy that story? That trip down memory lane? Man, I just had to get that car. I really wanted it that bad. But I didn't need it. And it fucked me over. Now, with that said, I want your feedback. I want to hear some of your stories. Do you have a fucked up financial decision that you made? I want to hear it. Hit me up. Keep the Vision Podcast on Instagram. Keep the Vision Podcast at gmail.com. Bad decisions, bad financial decisions, they can break us or we can learn from them. You are loved. You are blessed. You are a visionary. Peace.